No Guts, No Galaxy is recorded in front of a live studio audience. This is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. Live from the outreach studios around the world, this is a No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. And now, your host, Phil, a.k.a. Sean Lang. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast number 70. My name is Phil and I'm your host. It is April 24th, 2013 and my shout out, it's going to go to beer because it's one of those nights and I've got uh, some Samuel Adams summer ale, which is delicious. Yes, Samuel Adams. Darren, what about you? Hey, this is Darren, aka Bombadil. My shout out tonight, uh, first one goes to the Free to Play podcast. Uh, We've recorded two episodes now. Uh, they are charging forward. The website is live. You can go to freetoplay.com. I think they're still doing making some edits on there, so it's not perfect. But anyway, you can uh, check out their progress there. I am in the first few episodes uh, helping them out. But uh, check them out. And also, my second one goes to uh, an Anzac Memorial by Armed. Uh, today is basically their version of Veterans Day, so I thought I'd uh, salute them there with the link and uh, check it out. Yes, we appreciate all the service members from you guys to us, Simplify. Brandon, what about you? Hello, this is Brandon, also known as Patrick Hill, and my shout-outs are going to Mexpex, MWOG, Aces, and of course the Merit Campaign. How's the Merit Campaign going, by the way? And weren't we, we were just playing a few days ago, right? Yeah, it's going pretty good. Uh, season 2 should be starting up fairly soon, I believe, which adds a whole lot of new stuff, changes the rules around a bit, and I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. There you have it. So successful leagues out there. If you want to be involved, make sure to check those out. Of course, welcome to all of our live studio audience. Thank you guys for coming out here. You guys are awesome. And uh, yeah, if you're new to the podcast listening, maybe you're on the road. I, I don't know what you're doing, but whatever you're doing. Hey, we, we ask hey, if you have the ability, go to our website right now. There's a tip jar on the right side. Hey, show us some love and we'd really appreciate it. Thank you. And if you plan on doing any online shopping at either Amazon.com or Newegg.com, we'd appreciate it if you would click through the link on our website. It's a button there. It gives us a little bit of a kickback. doesn't add anything to your bill. A good way to support the podcast without having to donate directly and keep us going. Thank you. All right. So today's giveaway is actually, I'll be posting it up on the uh, NGNG website. It's actually the Valkyrie a VF1D model kit. You guys know it as the Valkyrie in Battletech and it's obviously the Valkyrie in Robotech. I'll be giving this one away. Uh, there's a picture of the model kit um, exactly. So I'll be putting that up and again, uh, you guys will know what to do as far as, uh, well, well, I don't know. I don't know. Did we count, by the way, who like the favorite person was last time? Like, did we have a... Because we basically what? said... Well, on the, on the questions, it was like post up who oh. your favorite, you know, uh, NGNG crew member was. Yeah, you can do that since you already know who it is. No, it's not me. Yeah. Uh, no, it's really not. I, I honestly, yeah. there was a lot of bre- there was a lot of Darren in there. So bre- I don't know why. You know, I mean, it must be the beard. It was George. <laughs> George. All right. So tonight we're going to be doing something a little bit different. We're pushing aside our normal script and we're saying, you know what? That can wait. We want to do a 
roundtable open discussion with our viewers and listeners out there. So what we're going to do tonight is we're just going to ask you, hey, X up, and we're going to ask you to unmute. You're going to ask a question and we're going to discuss it. And then we may even bring a, one or two other people in and sort of play, you know, both sides. Like uh, maybe it has to do with this and, you know, we get different opinions and, and viewpoints and just sort of talk through it and see what you guys think. It does not need to be a question. If you just have a statement, you want to say, hey, you know, this or that, go for it. And we can discuss that as well. Yeah. So uh, just, you know, obviously a disclaimer, you know, just uh, be respectful for it to everyone. Opinions are great and welcome. doesn't mean you have to agree with everyone, but, uh, you know, yeah. Uh, so we I think do this have is... our ban hammers waiting. Yeah, we do. No, I've got my beer. That's that's going to be my ban hammer right now. <laughs> beer so hammer. tonight is the drinking game. Every single time someone says unit, you got to drink. Cockpit, unit, unit. Affirmative. I've got four more beers in there, so I'm, I'm ready to roll. Ooh, this right, is either so, going to be a great night or a disaster. I'm hoping the yeah, first. Yeah, five beers in an hour. I think I'll be good for the rest of the night. So, Boo, who do we got? And Boo, Boo you know what? Unmute, and you can just say. Yeah, Boo, you, you, come on. Daniel. You, you know on. how to talk. I, I don't know how to talk. And he's got a new mic, too, so he sounds all like, you know. Sexy. I get to mispronounce names this time. Yes, that's why we had you unmute. <laughs> Let's do Recon Saint. Recon Saint, unmute. Oh, gonna no, trash me. no, man. So, you, yeah, that bachelor party I went to, someone gave me a, a fifth of fireball. No, no, no. It's it's amazingly delicious. The only problem is it's so delicious. It sneaks up on you and kicks you right in the junk when you're oh, not expecting it. No, that's Jose. Jose kicks you in the face. That fireball stuff. So those that don't know, it's like a gold schlocker, but more cinnamon, I guess. What? It's like drinking liquefied red hots mixed yeah. with whiskey. Yeah, that's 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 what it is. Liquid okay. red hots. Alright, so what, what question do you got? How to open the bottle? I I can't help you with that. Are you sure? Because no, that's that's really all my question right here. I mean <laughs> Does it have to be about Mechorri? Because I really need help with this bottle. Uh or Battletech. Or Darren. Alright, next. Mm. Yep. Put meet up. Thanks for the statement. Uh, or to Ogre, you're next. I know you have a good question. Ogre. Ogre. You never know about me whether it's good or not. Um, with the changes to the Mech Warrior Online forums, while I have been trying to navigate my way through it, I was in the habit of checking it two, three times a day, look at general discussion, hit certain spots. I can't find most of what I would normally find there now. I don't know if they changed it to make it better or they changed it just to hide all the complaints. Well, the forum topic came up pretty quick, didn't it? Well, no, I think it's a definitely a valid thing to talk about. So, mm -hmm. for those I like that don't changes. know, right? So, basically, can you tell us, Ogre, what, what happened? So, you know, what were the well, changes? Uh, they made a whole bunch of new categories, and you know, the cynical part of me says they did that so they can shit can topics they don't like. The good part of me said they made it nice, it looks better, it looks more professional. So. I just wanted to get your guys' take on it. So from one perspective, you're saying it could have been like a just sort of PR thing, uh, um, but on the flip side, it's sort of a better thing that they did it. So it's like you're sort of caught in the middle. You're like, uh, the censorship, but uh. It, it, I feel like uh, I should be pissed, but I love it. You know, right. I, I, I I'll be honest. I check the forums daily, multiple, multiple times, and I will tell you my most active uh, section of the forums I check on MWO Mercs is the art section. 
I do go in the general section and I read over what topics. Now, I don't get all upset because I will admit there's a lot of information, uh, misinformation, a lot of just angriness and bitterness in that general discussion, but I felt like it had a place. It, it, uh, maybe maybe general discussion shouldn't have been like that cesspool. Maybe they could have said, hey, Rape Alert is, uh, I don't know, sort of like off, you know, like, Brandon, me and you were just talking about this. It was like, it's like a necessary evil, so I can understand if it's not in there anymore, right? I can, yeah, you know? Um, I, I think the problem is if they're doing this to, quote, I don't know, say, make it more user-friendly or whatever, um, I'm thinking... Now the mod team, as little as they are, has to search over a much bigger area in a shorter period of time. It's just creating more work out of where everyone knew that the general set. Uh, I know with my creepily fixation on the general discussion area, um, it, it was a hell. It was a massive hellhole. Um, but I think it should have stayed. I think it. I think it was a necessary place because now all those people that were posting there are going to go to other sections of the forum. It's not like they're just going to disappear. Well, I'm, I'm just reading over some of the comments and, you know, some people are like, hey, I'm glad it's gone. Some people are like, this is the Internet. That's how it is. Um, so, you know, let me X up if you have an opinion about this. I want to hear. Some well, I have a question, opinion. too, regarding this. The only reason I ever use the forums is I'm doing research and I go there and I use a search function. Somebody just mentioned something earlier about the search not working. Is that true? This does it not work as well. Syllogy uh, saying true. Syllogy, go to uh, unmute. Yes, or sir. Or it was repaired. So, I mean, what are your thoughts? I mean, are you are you for this change? Are you? Can you see both sides? Like, what would be the positives then of them removing the the GD? From what I understand, a lot of what was going on in GD should have been actually spread around uh, guides, help, uh, suggestions, things like that. These are all things that were going straight into general discussion instead of going into where they should have gone, respectively. But what they've ended up doing is fragmenting it so poorly that, you know, it's really hard to navigate. For example, okay. if I want to talk about a mech, do I go to the guide library and go to battle mechs? Or do I go to gameplay discussion and talk about mechs? Gotcha. So you, it basically seems like everyone understands why they were trying to change it, but maybe not the, this type of implementation of form restructure, right? Like you would have... What would you have done? And before before I ask you, um, I know there's another. Um, we've got uh, Bossigo Rain. You know, go ahead and mute and ask away, or not ask away. But what are you? What are your opinions about the general discussion? He 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 xed up, so I figured I'd bring him in on this conversation. Yeah, Bossigo, uh, you xed up. Uh, do you have a? Do you like? Do you see the benefits, or what are the? What, what's I your see, side of it? Yeah, I see this as yet another one of. Guys, many, many missteps. If, but that's just me. I what guess. is the specific? What What is about it is a misstep to you? The misstep is instead of you know normal forums, they have a general talk or uh, yeah, st something named general or the everyday room, or whatever. That's that's where you confide people who whine. Because all forums have whiners, and it's better to have all the whiners in one place, right? So it's like a red light district, you know where they're all going to be. <laughs> yeah, minus the sexiness. So <laughs> do you think that the... Okay, so I totally get you. Um, 
people need a place to vent, right? And I, I totally get that. Yes. Whether it's ideas, whether it's right or wrong, or whether you, you think you're right or whatever, you're, you're basically saying they sort of need this this discussion area to be able to do that. Now, do you think that the GD should have been used for something else, though? Do you think they I should think, have created a yeah, sub-channel for it or sub I think that you get a very forum representation of what you put into the game. And if PGI isn't putting in all, all sorts of quality into the game and we have bugs that are left unfixed forever and so on and so forth, then the general speaking area is gonna be a certain way and there's nothing you can do about it except fixing the issues with the game itself. They have so it's not. Like, it's like the one avenue to where the general populace can post their feedback, whether positive or negative, but at least it's there so they can. Is that what you're sort of saying? Like, yes. Okay. And now, I'm also saying that, and this is important, people don't read, many of you haven't thought this through. Uh, when you go to mvomercs.com, you go to Warrior. the first place you go is the general section, because general section, as weird as it may seem, is pretty much all the little community that we have right now that's gone it's shattered all over the place okay no i definitely get you um to to me i i can i can understand both sides of it i felt like general discussion wasn't the right place for the 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 negativity or at least you know for the whining like as you pointed out but i feel like you definitely want a general discussion i i, I felt yes. weird going to the forums and i didn't see the general section like for me it felt weird now i can understand of basically instead of them being a very um you know like okay hey you just posted that i'm gonna move it to this section so instead of them having to like move every single uh, you know thread someone makes to a specific like you know sub thread like oh okay you're you're talking about mechs you need to move that so i can understand them looking at it from that but i can also understand from the flip side is hey people need a place to be able to talk and and uh vent and write down their issues and um, generally you know. generally just get along share ideas not all builds should go in the build section because they made not builds as something else you know the general general area is it's for general stuff it's where you put something that wouldn't necessarily fit into another place okay. very important that you have these places all right well, that was they Good just implemented it, and I know they are wanting feedback. I know um, over at the C Reddit they posted up, and I'm sure they posted this... up other. So let them know um, what I you will... guys think. So I will they comment can make on this when he is done. So go on, continue. Well, we're we're actually going to be moving on to the next uh, subject. So well, then I'll I'll be brief, well as brief as I can anyway. So I don't think PGI really wants some feedback or criticism at all about this. This is how they want it. They want this more Reddit-like forum structure where you have to go to a specific place to post your specific questions. If you do it wrong, then they can ban you. They don't want a, a big area where people collect, and gather, and form opinions and ideas. You mean and create... I I mean, yeah. I, I can I can understand one side. I can definitely understand that from from my point of view, a negative environment creates just negativity. Now, mm -hmm. if you have something wrong with your game, or if I'm having something wrong, I should be able to post that a valid concern. Yes. But how you post that, by the way, intact, 
the presentation of it goes a long way. And a lot of people, you know, again, uh, being banned for posting your opinion, um, I, I highly doubt that's going on. If you're breaking rules and Not attacking right now, someone. But that's, that's step two. Step one is getting rid of the place where everybody can gather. Well, He's saying we, it's we a can, slippery slope, but yeah, uh, we, we can talk conjecture. conspiracy theories here left or right. But uh, <laughs> let's I, move all right, on let's... to another question or subject. Thank you guys for your input. Uh, all definitely good points of view. Verger. Hello. <clears throat> What's going on? How do you say your name? Verger. Verger. Yes. So what you got, what to, you say got today? to say today? Oh, I just have a question on how uh, you guys think PGI might change the ECM module. I've seen a few um, little changes here and there, especially with the PPCs, disabling it for five seconds. I was hoping that they would do something to allow the NARC missile beacon to disable ECM for maybe about a minute or so. Do you think they'll implement a little change like that or something different in the future? Okay, that's actually a good question. We've talked about that in another podcast, and I'll definitely want to hear other people. By the way, guys, if you can do this really quick, go up to your uh, on TeamSpeak 3, click on Self, go to Sound Pack, and turn off your Sound Pack. That way you don't get all those annoying messages and stuff like that. But um, all right, Speculate so, all over them, Phil. All right, so what they talked about, uh, they're going to be putting ECM in a specific location, so you know, hey, I engage the Atlas DDC in the right torso, left torso, same thing with Raven, stuff like that. Um, I, I think that ECM right now is too, uh, it can do too much for its weight and specifics. Like, I feel like you should have to choose, do I want to counter or a disrupt mode or make it so there's like a delay in between switching, like it's a cooldown or something like that. I feel like uh, it shouldn't, and they're already going to do this. I know Paul posted up on the ECM thing, right? It was about uh, them, you're not going to be able to hide friendly info. So you're always going to be able to see where friendlies are. I think that's a big thing. Um, sometimes a friendly will just disappear and maybe they're not on TeamSpeak 3 so they're not able to like give you your feedback but if you have a, an idea or a suggestion or a comment on ECM, X up and uh, let's get your opinion on it but Brandon, what about you? Do you feel like there's anything they can do? I feel like there's a couple things you can do with ECM and as well uh, almost in the same time give NARC speaking a bit of a role like you're saying, give uh, allow NARC to be able to tag people inside of not the person with ECM themselves, but perhaps the other mechs inside the ECM field kind of negate it. Kind of would give a NARC beacon a uh, a viable role on the battlefield. Um, the second part would be I feel like ECM should be bumped up in tonnage, and I feel like well they already said they're going to make it a um, a certain spot on the mech, which I like because I was always part of the per uh, I was one of the type of the people that liked uh, they they it should have been four crit slots instead of three or something like that. That way you couldn't hide it or, or two crit slots, sorry. Uh, so you couldn't hide it on your foot or in other parts CT. of the... Yeah, exactly. It's CT only. It can't be center CT. It's got to be on your left or your right, meaning it can be destroyed fairly easily. Okay. Gruss, uh, can you go ahead and unmute and uh, give us your thoughts on that? Gruss? Yes. I think personally, uh, I use a lot of Ravens. I use a lot of Cicadas and ECM. I don't think ECM is that needs tweaking that much. Reason being, uh, with most of the mechs that you see with ECM, and when I say most of the mechs you see with ECM, I'm meaning the mediums and the lights, uh, they are very, very fragile and very, very easy to take out. However, with the DDC uh, Atlas with the ECM, I completely agree with they needs to be in a certain location. The reason behind that is, okay, you have an assault mech that's 
especially within our sphere max, we have designated spots for certain weapon systems. Uh, with a Atlas, you have a designated spot that I would see for an ECM system. With the lights and the mediums, I don't really see that that much, um, but with an assault mech, definitely. Okay, I, I definitely get you. I, I feel like, I remember when ECM first came out, everyone was rolling DDCs, Raven, 3Ls. Now that, obviously, the, the host state rewind, light max, I mean, you gotta be really thoughtful even if you do have ECM. Now, that being said, um, you know, obviously PPCs knock it out. How about, uh, would you guys be opposed to what max have ECM changed? Like, uh, and I know uh, I was asking this, you know, so we've got the Raven 3L, it's known to have ECM, but why would you take, like, to me, I would never take a 4X over the 3L. And I feel like the 4X would benefit so much from having the ability to have ECM, you know, like that's just me. Like, I, it's. I, do you guys feel like that? Like that maybe other chassis should have been given ECM or the ability to have ECM? I, if I can head in here, especially about the Raven part, uh, it, it's entirely true. The 3L, I think the ECM makes it entirely overpowered. Not only that, but due to the fact that it's also the fastest Raven. I think the trade-off should have been it could be the fastest Raven, but it doesn't have ECM. Well, the 4X or the 2X gets ECM, but it goes a bit slower. Gotcha. I know we had a few people X up for um, that. Now, keep in mind, guys, just X up if you have a comment if, like, for this topic, not necessarily another topic. But uh, Taj, the White Tiger, you want to go ahead and make a comment on this? Hi, guys. Can you hear me? Yep. Gotcha. Cool. First, can I just thank Boo for making sure I got my question asked? Um, actually, my question, which I was going to ask, is relevant to this also, was um, about ECM and what are your guys' opinions on given the new role of light mix in this game with the introduction of host state rewind meaning they can't brawl effectively really they're reduced to either recon anti-light work or base cap um what would people's opinions be on spreading ecm to a far wider range of mechs so potentially introducing ecm to a lot more of the light variants maybe even to the gen variants um, and some of the mediums to give them a greater role in the battlefield and I suppose, particularly in this regard, I'm looking at mechs like the Spiders, the Commandos, um, and to a certain extent, obviously, the two Ravens that don't have ECM, the 2X and 4X, because it certainly feels like, at the moment, compared to pretty much all the other light mechs or what you classify as recon mechs, those ones are really second tier because they just yeah. can't do anything as efficiently as other designs. Well, that's why I was just say saying real. That's what I was just saying is, like, for me, out of the three Ravens, I know, you know, canon-wise, the 3L is the one with ECM, but for me, like, I don't, I don't know how I feel about getting every single light mech, because then um, you would take the one that does the most damage or, you know, has the most, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, would you still cater towards a specific, like, and that's that's why I think it's it's an interesting balance mechanic of saying, okay, you have this equipment, that gives you an edge, and so therefore maybe it puts that particular mix. So if you had uh, ECM on the 4X, would it make it to where, okay, I've got ECM, so I'm a little bit more lethal on the battlefield and, and you know, is being used more? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, how many awesomes do you see really out there, you know, or how many atlases that you don't see, you know, and all these other type of, of mechs, especially the lights, I can definitely see where Right well, for now. example, right now I'm leveling up my light max. I'm doing my spider and my ravens, and I have fun playing the spider and the raven with the ECM. And I'm like, ugh, every time I have to do the other ones. 
No, yeah, do you guys I think, think um, it should be limited the amount. Like they should be like, okay, well, we're not introducing really a whole lot of mechs with ECM, so it's a very select few. I think the thing with ECM is, um, if you look at the current game modes, take for example Assault, the role of lights is really limited to effectively recon and threatening base cap. Now, to do that with a non-ECM mech is very hard because the way the targeting systems work where everybody has C3, if one of the eight enemies sees you, the entire team instantly sees you, you're spotted, they all know where you are. In contrast, if you have ECM, all you can do is visual spotting. So if one mech sees you, only he sees you, the entire team doesn't get a ping of where you are, and he then has to relay that information. So it becomes a lot harder to actually spot you. Yeah. So in that respect, I feel that you know, in Assault, and to a certain extent also Conquest, the way Recon and Light Mech's roles currently work, ECM, to a certain extent almost becomes a necessity because otherwise it's far too easy for teams to yeah. pick you up with the spotting systems far too early to be able to effectively do your job. You still no, can fine. use um, like Jenner Fs and Jenner Ds and stuff. They're still effective designs, but they're not as effective as the ECM versions. Like they're still second tier compared to a 3L, yeah. which really most people still regard as and you know when you look at ecm uh a lot of people may not know as well out there that the ecm right now is doing multiple different things you know within 180 meters it basically negates and negates streaks negates lrm lock-on stuff like that and right now you can switch from disrupt to counter now if you read canon and obviously you know i'm gonna go out on a limb and say canon as far as the the role you actually weren't able to switch from disrupt to counter with one so it, you're effectively adding another layer so you know i i don't know i mean uh let's see jim thorne has uh, maybe an answer or go jim thorne unmute hey how's it going good about the ecm i i don't think all the element light mix should have it not because it would make balance it would just make them instead of just having everyone cloaked have like the non-ecm variants have something special variants can never do like having one more AMS or have another slot to combat it. I'm not quite sure how it would work but that's my only take on it or at least be faster than the previous. Gotcha. Well hey let's move on obviously we could probably talk about that one but we want to get on a few more topics but obviously there are changes coming down. Paul said what that friendlies won't be hidden and what was the other change specifically ECM that they posted? It was uh, friendlies and something there was one other location yes the location so fixed location of it so you know i think those two um and you know i'm, I'm not like oh my god uh, a mech with ecm anymore you know, especially with my weapons hitting where they're supposed to i'm not as like oh shit it's a raven 3l i'm done you know like <laughs> i don't have that much feeling anymore uh even when it's like a cicada or something like that i'm like okay well hey my skill of being able to hit the target is coming through so that's definitely helped the situation so all right boo what's up next or who's up next staple beater staple beater devil dogs Hello, can you guys hear me? Yep. yep, yep. Uh, my question is about what do you guys feel about the current state of the overall meta where it seems to me that the brawling classes, I mean, you even see DDCs and Atlas Ds sporting ERPPCs where all the engagements traditionally now are going on between that five or 800 meters or greater range that uh, it's just unreal about the range of engagement. So bringing like an AC-20 or SRMs is just 
trivial and useless at this point. Mm, like, you know, this has been brought up like three times, three weeks in a row. Um, yeah. I can understand, especially recently with host day rebound with PBCs. Look, especially this weekend, everyone doing the assault tournament. I literally had match after match after match where I was the only medium or light mech. I was the only one. And everyone was doing, you know, assaults and, you know, you know, I did a ton of Highlanders pop darting and they just recently said they were going to uh, look into PPCs and if pop tarting is an issue and stuff like that. But, you know, when as soon as that ended, I see normal matches again. Uh, people are, I don't, are you, are you talking about specifically like 8v8s that it's sort of useless? No, because just I get brawls in... all the time and, and, and it's not me just being uh, like, I, I'm trying to realize Okay, other people have different experiences, but is this I'm an overall issue? I'm not big on absolutes. And, like, you know, I, I have a lot of long-range mechs, and I have a lot of brawlers, and I go out there in both and face, you know, the opposite and the other team. Um, I've been in brawlers and, you know, got torn apart trying to close distance, but sometimes I make it if I use the right cover the right way. So, I, you know, I do see that a little bit of an issue because more people are using PPCs or ER PPCs. Stalkers, but, uh, like coring yeah. you in one shot like, not, but, yeah not even I'm, that i'm seeing two ppc ravens running around yes. now where it used to be like, four four medium lasers or something like that but yeah. no it's just everyone's used, strapping ppcs to, to wherever they can fit it 20 ravens and you used to have goss ravens and you used to have i mean isn't it like the flavor of the month though and yeah, well, that's what i'm talking about is that you mean you're seeing uh spiders that are sporting like an er large laser where if you've got a slot that can put a long range a laser or a PPC in it, that's kind of what, not in an absolute, as was mentioned, but in the majority of these mechs, you're seeing if they can put, if they got a laser slot that say traditionally has been a medium laser because you can get the better damage out of it and a closer range, the efficiency there, they're putting a PPC or an ER PPC in that spot. Or you're seeing get, uh, the large laser stalkers and stuff. Let me get IVR 56. Uh, you know, he uh, hop in here, IVR. I think he made a comment of basically saying like he feels like it's sort of going back to normal. And what, what's your opinion on this, IVR? Hey guys, uh, I think it just went back to normal. You see that crap fest that we had of the assault going on? Because I okay. normally won uh, Stoiko Max like Toby says and that, and it feels like it just went back to normal now. It's died yeah. down. You know what I'm wondering too is based on someone's ELO, when you're facing really, really high ELO members and it's very, very competitive, obviously you're gonna have people that are freaking dead on, whether they're with an ER PPC, large laser, ER, or SRMs, whatever. Um, you know, I'm wondering how that feels towards everyone. And so like you may have a valid complaint of, oh, this is all I see, but maybe it's like in a confined ELO score, you know? I mean, well, obviously I know, different people I, are having different perspectives and experiences here. Yeah, and because, I mean, you know, I know people have made jokes or whatever, oh, Phil, you're just low ELO, but I mean, we'll drop and we'll have matches that, you know, go really well, we'll have ones where we get, I mean, it's always different, but I've, I've never, I've never had a, a map that, like, I was taken out just by, you know, like, just sniping, like, I, I always brawl, like, you know, or... Well, my DDC is totally up in your face brawling, and I love that mech, and I still kick ass in it uh, most of the time. There's times where I have bad luck or I play poorly, but, uh, you know, it's still What about valid. player base? What about the player base being better themselves, right? I mean, we've been playing for how long? You know, almost a year now. Mm -hmm. Um new uh, people that may have just got into this uh someone just brought up the point of ppcs versus er we all know that the minimum range is a huge disadvantage 
but if you're a good player and you can manage the heat, you may switch to the ER. So now you, you have the ability to snipe if the opportunity presents itself, or you have the ability to get up in your, your face, right? So, you know, I think it's just so many variables here that we can't just say brawling is dead. It's only sniper, you know, there's no you know, going yeah, on. Yeah, no absolutes. I think one of the things that will fix the current meta at the moment is definitely when we get the missile rewind. Um, definitely, I think, what was it, about a month ago now? They did the patch recently where LRMs got completely nerfed, SRMs got a big nerf, all the missile weapons got a nerf. And that's when you saw the meta switch over to these yep. instant hit, PPC, ballistic weapons, boating. Now, that being said, we still have host re uh, state rewind fixes to come to ballistic. They said that it's not 100% final. So I know we were reporting some issues right off the bat, you know, like you'd hit, but no damage. But for the most part, once missile comes in, a lot of people don't like that. You guys need to realize too, that there's going to be overall weapon changes. Like, and I almost feel like it's tough because right. They, they implement balance changes here. Then host state rewind comes in. They have to make more changes. Another host state rewind comes in. They have to make more changes. When this game goes live, the weapons and their characteristics will be different than they are right now. And they, they almost have to make those changes, but that's another topic. But, uh, Good, good, good discussion topic. I like that. Uh, Boo, who do we got next? I would say, uh, Laser Angel. Laser. What's going on, Laser? Pew, pew. Oh, hey, guys. Can you hear me? Yep. Yep, yep. All right. Um, uh, I think they sort of mentioned this on the sort of the host state rewind thing and that they, they touched on weapons and cycles because everyone was like, energy weapons had the cycle. Well, I think it was ballistics in December, then energy weapons in February. And it's like, okay, we're going to implement host state rewind for lasers first. How we need to live test. We'll throw it out to the masses, have them endure the times, and we'll eventually make the changes to energy weapons because this is how host state rewind affects it. Well, ballistics, let's throw out ballistic host state rewind. Now we have everyone test it. Now we need to make the changes. Now it's missiles. It's, it's like a two month, you need to go through the beta test until host state rewind we know what our live data is and how it we need to balance it out so that it's it's like tears they go through one phase and they go through in where we're in the long game where that we have to go through the two months of the first energy weapons then ballistics and then missiles and okay. steps but I didn't hear any questions um, so I'm confused was is that oh, just a statement I, I, I'm, I'm sorry I thought we were still talking about the previous topic Okay. No, no. Well, yeah. I mean, so on the previous topic, I mean, when it comes to that, um, I know people don't like to hear this, but it's still beta. Like, I, I, you know, when they implement something and you guys agree or disagree with me, it's still beta. I know that sucks. People are like, oh, that's so like cliche, but they're just now implementing host at rewind, which is, you know, good for everyone, which means they're going to implement, you know, the three types for each weapon system. And you're going to have to suffer like all of us else out there when things are introduced. There may be some bugs, everything. I mean, at the end of the day, they've already, what didn't they just confirm? Um, two test servers aren't too far away that yeah. once once, you know, uh, they get closer, this will be tested out on a large scale versus a test server. So they can make those like crazy ass changes or tweaks and, and, and you know, do stuff what that way that the general public doesn't have to suffer. But that's the reality. Like, I think people have forgotten, like... Well, we've we're been playing a giant, for a long time. We're, we're a giant controlled test. And 
maybe people just don't want to like feel like that way. We're like you are, we're like you know? germs in a petri dish, is what we are. <laughs> but uh, laser, did you have a question or another topic that you wanted to? Oh, talk I'm about? sorry. I, I just wanted to go to sort of like the steps that they they sort of uh, touch on one bit of balance, and they switch to the next weapon group, and then the next weapon yeah. group, and equipment. And then and I would say with that, once they get done with all the host tape rewinds and everything locked in and working, they're gonna have to literally go and look at every single weapon. You know, like it's just what happened. PPCs are the end now, right? Freaking. So what will we be discussing in a month? In a month, you know, in a fucking month, it'll be like, oh my god, LRMs. Like small back, lasers are know? totally OP. Small pulse lasers, holy shit, nerf them. And then you know, it's it's. <laughs> And I know that it's just funny, and you should laugh about that, and you shouldn't be like, oh my god, I'm gonna rage quit, you know, kill someone. This is, this is game development. I mean, this is real life. I mean, things need changed, and We're, and it we're takes sacrificing time. for the general public. You know, so, all right. Good topic, Boo. Uh, let's move on to the next. So, X up if you have a, another topic to, to discuss. Gross, a new topic. Yep, sorry, I was doing stuff in MechWarrior. Um, yes, new topic, ELO. Um, I'm very strong on um, very strong opinion about ELO. I don't agree with it to where the way it's being implemented. When I'm what I'm trying to explain is thus, I understand that there's gonna be better players out there. Completely understand that. I understand there's gonna be worse players out there. But forcing the really good players to try to carry an entire team of special needs kids. I think is a bad idea. What I would like to see is, for instance, I don't know if you guys use XVM for uh, World of Tanks. You can see those guys that are over there going, okay, there is a guy that I need to worry about. Now, oh, I don't care about can, can, I, can I stop you? ELO makes it so you're not up against people that you shouldn't be. Now, if you grew uh, up as a team, and your ELO overall score gets dragged down because maybe a, a team or two members or three, and you fight people at the low, that's not ELO messing up. That's that's you teaming up with someone. Everybody's saying no to that statement. Um, but what I wanted to say is that if you didn't have it so that somebody could carry a retard, then I'd never get to play with Phil, and we have to play it together a lot. So. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? But but that's what I'm getting at is that okay, I understand where you're getting where you're coming from on where it's way it's supposed to work, but So I you're saying it's not working that way. I from my experience, no it is not. So you're saying that ELO is just matching you against anyone? I mean, well, th no. that's what a lot of people are saying and what I am wondering is is there do we have a tendency to think that we're all well, great? Well, do we have data? I mean, do you have any like did, uh, obviously, My, okay, I know, is, I, I know PGI just I've released been... the graphs, but do we have any actual data? I mean, that to confirm any spec, like, I'm not putting it down. What I'm saying is, like, that's what ELO says it's supposed to do. And for me, when I drop by myself, I play with equally, if not a little bit higher skilled players, and that's good. Well, can't see your ELO. Does, again, that doesn't. I know a this, lot of people in here. This is the data that I've, I've pulled from my statistics and everything. Now, I haven't really changed much. I've gone mainly assaults. I've pretty much been an assault mech player. But ever since ELO has came out and it is for just pugging single player, not team, I'm talking about you just pressing launch, picking your mech and go. I've seen the uh, wins, per, uh, wins per hour drop severely. I've seen my uh, kill death ratio drop severely. And now, why do you think that is though? 
I don't I don't think it's on me because I'm using pretty much the I can I can tell you why mine has dropped. Are you drinking? No. <laughs> I can, no, literally. I you know, and I'm not a stats whore, but I you know, I, I go on there and, and you know, I'll I'll look. I'm not hey, out there to make it better, but, but But aside from personal stats, Rangor is saying ELO is only matched team versus team. Uh, Morgana is saying the same, only eight versus eight. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm, anyways, I guess maybe we just need a little bit more. I mean, we need ELO, more info. ELO works across the board. It doesn't matter 8v8 or if you're just having regular matches. Uh, Greg, why are you Xing up? You're a fucking host. Talk. <laughs> Probably because we don't let him talk. Uh, you're keying out, Greg, but we can't hear you. Fix your, uh, fix your stuff. Fix your shit, man. Fix your shit. Unfuck yourself. Unit, unit cockpit. Yeah, hold on, I'll drink with that one. I'm almost out of beer. I may need to go grab another one. All right, so, you know, I'm not scheduled for this week, so I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Talk. Uh, ELO is designed to give you, like, a more or less 50% chance of winning. So you're being matched up against roughly equal people. So if one reason why your wins per hour is dropping is probably because you're being ranked against people that are closer to your skill level. So... Yeah, you're probably going to win less matches because you're going up against probably harder competition. Or if you were losing lots of matches, you might start to see your win ratio go up because you're being paired against people with less skill. And are, also, aren't, aren't, there trends, aren't there trends within randomness? I mean, sometimes things go well, sometimes they go bad. So, again, I, I think people are having unique perspectives. Some people aren't seeing themselves getting grouped up well with, uh, I, I know my kill death less developed has turned down but then again you know when i drop like i said i mean i'm i know i'm not a freaking the the best pilot out there but i think i can handle my own and i've noticed that i play against equally if not better players and i like that though i like a challenge i don't just like a rollover i mean you guys watch twitch i like when it's like really close even if i you know die but what you're saying is your kill death ratio is dropping and you don't know why could it be you're finally being matched up against equal if not better players i mean wouldn't that be the logical i mean if you were being matched up against lower uh, as you called them a bus full of special needs kids <laughs> then you'd be rolling over and your pgi would be uh, your uh your fucking elo would your be PGI. really really high right so well, here's here's the thing when when i see this when i sit there and go okay yeah we got a whole bunch of window lickers here um, I sit there and look at the end stats at the end of the game. I do a very good amount of damage. I'm usually average around five or plus 100 damage. But then you get everybody else that are sitting there going, oh, well, there's about 120. There's less than 100. There's less than 100. There's less than 50. There's less than 50. And there's Did zero. you see me oh, uh, man. two days ago get wiped <laughs> out in my hunchback within like seven seconds? And I'm a damn good pilot. And yet, it, I mean, it happens though. I mean... <laughs> This yeah, conversation yeah, gets started the among the League of Legends community. <laughs> this this conversation gets started among the League of Legends community probably several times a minute. No, uh, it wasn't. And it was my BBC biggest fear but... about having Elo. In yes, it's nice because matchmaking is quote more fair, but then you also have tons of conspiracy theories. People complaining about their Elo. People complaining about the team. Like, oh, well, I can't be the same Elo as this guy. He didn't get as many kills as I did. Blah, 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 blah. Well, don't they keep making changes to Elo as well? I mean, so yeah, I mean, they see... just implemented a huge, huge change, and they showed their graphs. Now, I say this, but everything you just said, Gross, and everything I just said is all like very subjective. I mean, like it's our. It's valid, but it's subjective. You know, 
yeah, it's like, okay, well, I swear every single match I get like 500 damage or, you know, more. Well, no, I don't. Sometimes I only get 200. Sometimes I get 50 when I get blown out of the water. So I can understand you guys wanting your ELO scores, but really, it, it unless you See, have here's analytical what ELO proof. Is. This is how it was explained to me finally in a way that made sense and put that particular demon to rest in me as a player who wants to improve in most of the games that I play. In fact, all the games that I play. I'm a guy that wants to get better. ELO does not measure your skill as a player, period. That is not what it does. What it does is it measures your ability to win matches. To win matches along with all the stupid stuff that happens, along with disconnects, players Leroying into the enemy team, all that stuff. All it matters is your ability to win. If you win more, it goes up. If you lose more, it goes down. And it does not measure any single component of your particular game style or anything that happens in the games or anything that happens with your teammates or their subsequent games. All it measures is your ability to win. Nor does it measure your penis size. Zomboy, did you have a comment on this? Yeah, my problem with that is um, the amount of times you see people dropping in your same elo bracket that are meant to be of, you know, they've had the, a similar amount of kill uh, wins versus losses, and yet the guys still suffer not a single bit, show a single bit of knowledge of how to play the game. The amount of times I've seen a group, like we've run in as a four-man even, and we see a group, we, we tell them, we're going to push, we're going to do this, you know, you know, back up, you know, we need you to do this, to, to do um, a certain thing. The amount of times they're just, they, they can't even follow a basic instruction. They can't even read a map. They can't well, even result. Note, so they're those, being um, held up by, they're being pulled up by people with a higher elo and have been given a position that they don't deserve on the elo well, ranking. That's that's assuming, though, that they give a shit, though, right? I mean, <laughs> and we'd like to think down. that everyone cares about winning or losing or cares about, like, hey, I... There's... I, you know, yeah, how many times in your matches does play, somebody man. give an order I mean, and like, you just go, fuck you? Yeah, yeah. who are you to tell me what to do? And yeah, you know and what? If they're giving that order and it says fuck you and they wind up losing, then they will go down. And your next match, Indeed. you'll probably win and they'll probably still lose and they'll keep going down. You know, you're, I mean, you're passing sucks, them on the ladder, though, right? you know? But I mean, that that is like, anytime you have a game that's not like so hardcore that every, you know, like, that's just how this world of tank. I mean, all these other freaking games that you can play. You just the freaking luck of the draw. You got X amount of player that may, maybe they're freaking drinking. Like <laughs> I love you guys, by the way. They'll be like, hey, you know, it's it's like beer Wednesdays, you know, freaking shot Tuesdays. I'm like, okay, cool. Random and battles. Is they're all, just out there having fun, man. You it's know, all like, about your retards being a little bit better than their retards, and that's all it is. <laughs> and sometimes yeah, I've, I've got the, no problem with the drinking side, like the tr people having a drink, having fun. I'm all for the fun side of thing. My problem is when people sit there they don't even follow a basic flow of you the battle they just sit around basically though. feel like you, they're walking around in you circles as a nothing. player there's no way to control that though zombo you're basically you're you're talking about the nature of humans i mean like you and there's nothing PPI we suck, can do. Dude. that's that's nothing about game like you, that's the nature of humans and humanity and it's my online experience if i want to suck and not listen to you and tell you to f off it's my right and that's it's just that's a part now you don't have the same problems with 8v8 or soon to be 12v12 i mean that's your group against their group metal against versus metal and bring it and whoever wins wins now you know i mean it sucks trust me i get it i you know 
you guys see it. And I'm like, oh, there goes Never Noob and his friend, you know, just freaking do 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 do. Now, I've noticed it's changed though. Personally, me, I've seen the skill of a lot of just normal groups, not on comms, just by themselves, and they handle themselves pretty well. So the overall general population will be better. That's just me. Rhaegar just posted a... <laughs> right? Like every team, you swear, is like organized against you, right? It's like, oh my god. Um, well, see, but I would like ELO just tuned a little. Seeing, like you guys said, you go into just a pug match by, by myself, I want to go have fun. But when it comes to the AP8s, the 12v12s, I would like ELO to be much more stringent. Well, it just it just got a tweak, and, and I'm not sitting here defending the, the system and the tweak per se, but... It takes time though, doesn't it? I mean, you can admit there's people that have bloated ELOs and there's people that are lower, but should be higher. So, I mean, as it goes, you know, a month from now, it may change. You may see a change in in things. So, good, a good topic. Let's move on though. I think we could just go round and round with this, but yeah, I mean, you just have to basically trust that the system is working. So, all right, Boo, who do we got? Uh, X up right now if you have a new topic. Bam. Uh, let's do... Let's go Moons. I haven't seen that dude's name. Yeah, Moon Swords. You're really You're low, You're a little buddy. bit quiet there, buddy. Okay, that's odd. Normally don't have this problem. That's actually go. all right there? Yeah, you're good. Okay, my topic is, I've read in a few of the books that some mechs have active radar systems. Do we know if anything like that's going to happen? Mmm, good question. Hmm. Actually, um, yes. Living Legends. Living Legends, MechWarrior 4, 3, all of them did an active and passive uh, system. I think PGI has actually stated that they're going to have active and passive, but what's going to be interesting is right now it's based on line of sight, right? So with if I see you and you don't have ECM equipped, at a certain range, my targeting system will lock onto you and I'll be able to, you know, get that information, you know, What's different though is if they introduce radar that's all encompassing, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, what, okay, anybody else out there have any thoughts on this? Because I've thought about it because right now it's line of sight. If they do do, um, if they do do like passive <laughs> radar, do do, yeah, if they do passive radar, it's basically like having ECM. So, dude bot, go to unmute and like, let's get your feedback on this. Oh, this is more general, but I was kind of thinking, really uh just about the features of what they're adding are how likely would they be able to add something that does change how radar works that's not in canon or tt are you, are you saying like how easy it would be or like or i mean uh, it seems like i mean the only battle? real feature that they've added that's not in tt is heat vision i don't know well it's a part of battle tech that. though that's a that's like a that's part of BattleTech universe. I mean, oh yeah, that's, that's for my point. Then, so if it is part of BattleTech, how would they add something that's not BattleTech? I mean, would they? I don't see why not. Um, I'm just, I'm just looking at like how would they implement an active and passive? Because okay, if you're able to go passive in the current system, that basically means someone with line of sight, perfect line of sight, and you don't have ECM, they wouldn't be able to lock onto you, which is basically ECM anyway. So what would be the benefits of ECM other than? right other than negating missile or you know missile lock-ons which to me i'm like hell yeah I, you're saving weight i mean if i can close with and get that close anyways it wouldn't really matter so is that the only thing passive would do is basically let you you know not be locked on to up until that right you know so that's that's what i'm 
I'm wondering. Yeah, I mean, they can add any type of feature they want, but it's just, they have like a nine month track record of not doing things that are not in TT, so I don't know how valuable it would be to say, add this, add this, if they're not gonna do it in the past, what they've done. I know uh, Wingburker says BAP can lock on shutdown mechs. I know that, but what I'm saying is, currently, right now, you're on Forest Colony, and you're on one edge of the water, and an enemy is on the other edge of the water. He turns off his radar to passive mode, so what, you can't lock onto him up until a certain range. But that's basically ECM without the ECM effects, you know, affecting you. That's what I'm saying is like everyone would do that. I mean, remember in um, uh, Living Legends? That's what we did a lot. We'd run our own passive a lot. We'd run uh, direct fire weapons. We didn't really worry about missiles or anything. And if we Indeed. needed to, we'd turn it on, we'd turn it off, turn it on, turn it off. So that's what I'm, I'm just wondering is how do you guys see it? when they do obviously you needed um you needed radar on to be able to lock on and fire missiles but uh if it comes to just okay we don't need it we're all direct fire weapons then what's what's the point of uh you know of that uh, if you guys have opinions x up let me let me hear from them i, I want to know yeah i love that and living legends but now granted it works that you always have there is no line of sight in living legends or any of the past mech or four games it was basically you had a thousand meter radius you know um yeah thousand meter radius on your radar active and when you went passive you only had like 180 200 meters so uh Wingbreaker is saying that radar doesn't work in terms of lore um okay well there's a there's always been a weird misnomer about radar Radar, as we know it, you send out a signal, it bounces off and it comes back. Sensors, I feel like, are two different things. I think radar and sensors are two different things that have been sort of mixed together in Mech Online game or Mech Warrior games. You know, I mean, they've like, intermingled. Being able to, like, right now, how I feel sensors are is when you lock onto a target MWO, how quickly do you get that information of data, their distance, what weapons, you know, what their health is? That's sensors to me, right? radar is being able to see them on your freaking map i think yeah and i think another reason why people use that term is because it's a lot of people call the little you know window in your game where you can see people the radar so you just kind of you know got lumped in there together so <laughs> space magic <laughs> that is the answer to everything all right well let's move on to the next topic uh x up if you have another topic and we'll move on mind bolts mind bullets that's hey right, Kyle. Huh, that's Kyle. <laughs> uh, so I want to bring up um, additional hardpoint restrictions. It's a topic that I've seen a couple times on the forums, but every time I see it, uh, people kind of, it sort of devolves into a specifics conversation about doing it like Mech Warrior 4 or doing weapons classes, things like that. Uh, I would like to do just a higher level conversation about whether or not people, whether or not you guys think that imposing additional hardpoint restrictions would actually be an, an improvement to the game. I higher think level. Would. Mm -hmm. uh, what I think what is would your bring, suggestion as far as? I think that uh, some form of additional restrictions on hardpoints would bring a lot of extra flavor to the mechs and their variants. And I think it would be a practical way for PGI to um, make sure that all the various mechs and weapons are getting used in a more even distribution, as opposed to right now there are certain mechs that are kind of favored and others that are left by the wayside, same with weaponry. Uh, so I think that uh, if they were to choke down on what weapons 
you could mount on certain mechs that would uh, give the game a lot more flavor, give you a lot more to think about when you're choosing your mech, its variant, and the weapons you're going to put on it. Okay. Well, I, let's, let's I, well, I want to really... Go ahead. Maybe. No, I was going to say, let's let's look at both systems. I mean, really quick. Is, well, I just yeah. want to... Let me get my point in first real quick. Um, I totally agree with him. I love restrictions. I like making things harder. I like making things more unique. But what I wonder is if that crowd, us, is as big, bigger, smaller than the other crowd, which I see, uh, and to me it seems like it's uh, probably bigger, is which the people that like to completely customize everything to what they want it to be, you know, well, and want well, more options. Well, let's look at it this way. Laser Angel had a good point, and we, we can talk about Mech 4 and Mech 4 Online and what the differences are. But at the heart of it, people in a competitive field or non-competitive, just to be successful, are going to take the best of whatever. So even if you, if you, even if you negate it, there's always going to be a better, right? That, no way around min-maxing. So let's look at MechWare 4. Okay, for those that don't know MechWare 4, they, um, they threw away what MechWare 2 and 3 had done. So MechWare 2 and 3 basically followed the tabletop rules. You could put any weapon anywhere you wanted, as many as you wanted, and a lot of people would consider it, that's what's called boating. So you think boating right now, oh my god, 6 PPC stalker was bad? Oh, 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 those were the days, right? I mean, and uh, so we're all, th those were based off the tabletop rules. So what MechWare 4 did, and I hated it. I, I mean, I was younger, maybe I didn't put a lot of, uh, uh, you know, thought into it, but this is what happened. The developers of MechWare 4 said, okay, boating is an issue. We feel like it's not, uh, you know, supposed to be that. And so what they did is they chose weapon hard points, um, but specifically they said, okay, um, the right arm of a centurion has a ballistic hard point but we're only going to give it x amount of slots so it was like let's just say six ballistic slots now when i say slots and hard points i'm not saying mechware online hard points because what mechware online does is it just says it's a hard point but you actually rely on the critical slots mechware 4 did not do the critical uh slot system now, well, they that, did. It was just really simplified. No, 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 no. They didn't because heat sinks didn't take up crit spaces. Um, uh, Endo steel, ferro fibers didn't. Uh, equipment didn't take it. All it was was tonnage. That's it. They did not do a critical system like BattleTech and and like uh, everything else. It was just crit slots with sized hard hard points. So. Why did they do this? They did it to fight the boating. But obviously, w let's go back to Laser's point. You guys remember, people still boated on that, right? And is boating an issue? No, boating is not an issue. There's always a context. If you're in a flat open map, what makes sense? A lot of missiles, a lot of long range weapons and stuff like that. It's all about context, right? Now, moving on to MechWare Online, with the previous knowledge of, okay, if we go the tabletop MechWare 2, MechWare 3 system, we know this is gonna be an issue. And obviously from a design perspective, it's a lot of issues, right? Now, they looked at MechWare 4, and it looked like they went a little bit more canon, right? So, uh, by the way, um, f uh, fittings and weapon loadouts on MechWare 4 were not stock. I don't, I don't know if you guys realize that. Like, it created a lot of issues. Um, there, there was some fits, uh, some variants that didn't have their correct, you know, weapons loadouts. Not all of them. So, just keep that in mind. Um, and so MechWare Online did a hardpoint system that says, okay, well, the Centurion has a autocannon 10 in its right arm, so it has one hardpoint, ballistic hardpoint, 
but you can put whatever as far as based on how many crit slots are left. But granted, it's got an upper arm actuator, lower arm actuator, you know, and stuff like that. Um, what are your guys' other thoughts? Because I got multiple people in here. Um, I, to, to me, I don't like the idea and I don't think it would happen just for the first, uh, right off the bat, um, mind. And it's not because it's a bad idea, but it is a huge, I mean, you're basically, that it changes the game, everything. It changes the metagame, everything to the game. You're basically, you'd have to restart the entire, I mean, like, and is it a really a problem? Because you would just have the same amount of problems from the from the start. So um, let's see, we've got Devil Dogs and we have Zomboid. Well, I'm wondering if Wonderboy has a response to what you said, uh, Mind Bullets. Uh, yeah, I think that actually, I mean, I think there's some middle ground there. I totally understand what you're saying. And I know that uh, boating is part of the canon, and I don't, I'm not trying to say they should take that out entirely. But as it stands right now, you can essentially boat on just about any mech that you want to. Um, if it's got three or more energy hard points, you can probably slap three PPCs on there. Um, you know, if it's got two uh, ballistic but hard what, points, what's you wrong can try with to that, shoot though? one. What's because you're, you're going to have that. that. I think that that um, washes out a lot of the lower tier weaponry, and I think it uh, takes away from the full spectrum that they have. But it, it's, uh, when I, I mean, just, we're talking about context, though, right? I mean, you take three of our PPCs, and next thing you know, you drop, and you're on River City. Someone being able to maneuver on you is very, very easy. It's always about context, though, right? I mean, and they're going to have maybe short-range weapons or short to medium, and it has high heat, and maybe they don't. I mean, let's see if anyone else has anything to say about it. Well, uh, you called uh, Piper Devil Dogs. I got a. Uh, I've, I've been pushing this theory on the forums for a long time. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, super loud. All right. You're a little bit loud. Super loud. All right. I will. All right, Back up that? off it, boy. Back up <laughs> off it. All right, I moved the mic. Hopefully it'll help. Um, that helps. Thank you. So here's what I'm thinking is that hard points should be based upon the size of what you see mounted on a particular mech. And so I, what I propose is, is that you have small barreled weapons, large barreled weapons, small racks like missile racks, large missile racks, and then maybe medium barreled weapons too. So what you would do is you would look at a mech and see what it looks like. We'll take the K2 for example, the the pre the pre big gun K2. Those big PPCs on the shoulders could be could represent any large barreled weapon, say a Gauss, a PPC, an AC20, maybe an AC10, and the weapons that are on the inside, on the, on the torsos, would be smaller ones. They would be medium lasers, small lasers, machine guns. Don't necessarily make the weapons certain, like they all have to be ballistic weapons, or they all have to be energy weapons, or, or what have you. Instead, make it so that the weapons match the model. A Highlander could have one big barreled weapon in the arm. It could have... It could have... Um, well if I can interject, do you know what the problem where the problem stems actually from all of this? Go ahead. The tabletop. And the, the, the reason is, is the tabletop didn't do hard points. The tabletop didn't do weapon hard points. And again, I understand uh, and I don't mind having a discussion on this, but the reality of things are is everything we're talking about they're not going to change. This is like from a, a for those that have had game 
design or, or messed in game design, it's like basically saying, laying down the foundation of a house. You've already laid down the foundation of the house, built the house on top of it. People have moved in. You don't change it. Like, well, this won't change all that much when you think about it. Now, no, unless I mean, you're talking about trying to change from classic Battletech to No, what I'm saying is games. the change of right now, currently MWO. You're talking about a completely different system, albeit maybe minor. All the weapons would remain the same. They would just be. They would just have a different way that they would it's fit a into the hard points. Every every single person's mech. Every single there's. Look at the numbers of people registered and who are active on the forums at least once. There's over like 450,000 people. Now, granted, there are more than that. There are people that don't go to the forums. So you're you're saying that every single one, every single person that's played this game. Boom, here comes a huge change. Boating is boating. There's nothing wrong with it. It's been a part of it. You have to deal with it as a player. And I mean, I'm, 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 I'm not, not necessarily arguing against boating, but there are mechs that are designed to be boats, various different boats. Yes. And so what this would do is it, it would give those chassis more of a chance to shine. The, the, the awesome obviously carries three large bore weapons. It's designed for that. And so... But the Stalker, for example, doesn't carry any large bore weapons of any kind. So it would have a collection of smaller weapons, nothing bigger than a large laser. Exactly. Now, it, 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 I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sitting here out to say, okay, this particular mech is overpowered or anything like that. I'm saying if the chassis are built a certain way, celebrate the fact that they're unique and different and give them something special about well, them. otherwise you're, people you're totally, will always take the same it's like you're gonna okay. have that though it, like even if even if you implement your system right let's say mechware online was designed around what your system and i, I no, i totally agree I, I, i'm right there with you right you're go you're basically you're almost like celebrating like based on the the weapon itself and you're building you know i totally get it you're still gonna have those issues balancing you're still going to have boating. You're still going to have uh, people being cheesy or having cheese built, even though it's in the game. I mean, but from the perspective of you're, you're basically suggesting something that's totally game changing and design wise. Like, I don't think you guys really, this is a, they're on a business. They have the design already laid out and they're moving forward. Someone just threw out like, oh, well, so what if it's a thousand line of code? You know, that's what they're being paid for. No, they're not being paid for to change up everything. When the current system, it's really not that bad. It's not like game breaking. Like right now, if you hop on there and uh, or you ask everyone in the channel, do you like the game where it's currently at and you like the different mechs? Now we all know context, right? Why would you take, uh, I don't know, a commando over a, a Raven 3L or, or will the flea be implemented? But it's always about context. Um, the current, um, you know, mechs and the, the loadouts, I mean, you're, it would be, it's huge. I mean, well, if every time to uh, try to implement something that's going to be that far reaching, it would be in beta. And it is still beta. Be I was about to say that. beta alpha though, not, not open beta when they're how they're, they're really not. I mean, as far as like time, basically Russ launch, and right? Brian set out their ideas for the game. And there's some things that they are, probably bendable on and some things that they're not and I would highly uh, guess that 
this is not one of the things that they'll probably bend on. It's this is the design of their game. Um, I understand completely, as I think Phil does, um, what you're saying and making certain mechs more unique. And I appreciate that as well, being a fan of BattleTech for many years. Um, but I just don't think that's going to happen. I mean, and it's I, you know huh? they they had to they had to choose a path to go down. Their time for making those giant changes is in alpha, not open beta, not right before you launch. It, it is. And I'm, I'm not saying it's, it's bad to have the dis discussion, but I think, I, it's, you well, know, I, uh, I mean, my my idea of this definitely differed from yours. I wasn't envisioning them completely overhauling something. I thought it was very cool when they added in uh, variant um, quirks. And I was seeing this as being something more along those lines, skimming I off agree. the top a little bit um, just to, 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 well, yeah, just do that. Skim off the top and um, give these mechs uh, further uh, flavor and, and um, variability by saying, okay, this is a mech that uh, can actually mount dual AC-20s. Whoa, that's crazy. Uh, not, not, uh, not rebuilding it from the ground up at all. All your bread and butter weapons are good across the board. Well, you know, but... you know what's tough as well is if you look at chassis, um, I know you guys probably heard this, is like on, on tabletop, there's no difference between the 50-ton, you know, Centurion and the 50-ton Hunchback as far as on the tabletop's concerned, right? I mean, it's just someone can go in right now on, on you know, um, Skunk Works or whatever program, uh, you know, program and make the 4SP setup on the Centurion exactly just like how it is. So what they're basically doing is they're taking the cannon and making them into unique chassis to where... At the end of the day, there's gonna always be a better solution, or like one may be better in this context or the other. Um, but as far as like weapons, I feel like this is more of a tabletop issue behind the scenes because I've had this mind. I, I, I'm totally right there because there's no context when it comes to the tabletop. There's no like hard points or there's no like different right, system that literally makes one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It makes no about. difference. It's just a name. That's it. And the loadout. Well, I can go make the same thing real quick. But in the context well, of MechWare Online, they have to create the context to make each one different. So there's not, there's not well, entirely right in the BattleTech, like the actual tabletop game. There were rules for customizing, and it was not easy to do. If you wanted to move something off the stock. You actually had to have a tech team that would roll, and occasionally you have some penalties because it wasn't attached properly or it unbalanced the mech. And particularly the balance thing, that was something that sort of was tied to critical space. Uh, the issue I... is you want to make balancing like the tabletop, but also convenient so that everyone can do it at will, and that's where the problem comes in. What I'd like to say, and I think like this topic is basically dealt with what I was wanting to bring up which was the idea of voting now as you've said it's going to happen it's always going to happen and I don't see too much of a problem with it for most systems the big problem I'm seeing is you're seeing an iconic weapon like I'm going to use the PPC um, and you're seeing mechs toting four to six four to six of them regularly and, and I'm seeing maps where every single mech on the map is carrying multiple PPCs. Now this was a this is a weapon system that is meant to generate a hell of a lot of heat. It's meant to pack a hell of a lot of punch, but to see more than two on a mech, it was rare. You'd see the awesome that carried three, that was considered to be, you know, fantastic. That was an amazing achievement. Yeah, now really I think the problem I think the problem lies in the fact that once they nerfed the heat and 
yes, it was nice that they nerfed the heat, but you were already seeing PPC boats come in. I think what they need to look at doing is maybe playing with the amount of crit slots certain weapons take up, maybe even change, go from what is in the tabletop and change the um, weight of certain weapons, increasing them. A PPC that has a possibility that may weigh nine tons instead of seven suddenly means you can't put as many heat sinks in your mech, which <laughs> suddenly means that you're going to put less than six on, which means you'll play run well, less PPCs let's... to keep a decent balance on the heat. I had to, st- I had to step away there to grab another beer, sorry, because uh, <laughs> unit, unit, and unit, so hold on. Whoa. One drink. Yeah, I mean, I do remember us getting, like, face-raped by six PPC uh, stalker the other day. My suggestion is this, and this is, I think, the approach they're taking is, we're not going to change our overall design of everything. Let's look at what we currently have, Mm -hmm. and that means weapon changes. That means weapon balancing. Like, why would you adjust how many they can take when you can adjust the effects or fire rate or the damage? Those are the things they're going to... Those, that's what I was looking at. Instead of, um, you don't have to change the weapons too much, but if you increase, like, even the simple thing of increasing the weight of a weapon suddenly means that one extra, t- say, say, we'll do one ton extra on a PPC. You're carrying four PPCs. Huge at eight design tons, implementations. Four, because four less heat sinks, which suddenly means boating yeah. four PPCs. And now I, you might go I, I get it, Zomboid, but this is the exact same problem MWL ran into. They did that. And then there was Canaan builds that weren't, you just couldn't do. The, 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 the issue and the fix comes into the weapons and their attributes. That's where the fix comes in. And I think as we move down a month, two down the road, it's, it's going to, it's going to change. And um, I'm not shooting down your, what I'm basically saying is that's a design that I don't, I, I just don't see him doing. I mean, it's, it's literally a huge game changer. So well, we look at, look at what we currently have though. And that's all. Every single attribute of the weapon: rate of fire, duration, heat. How long is that heat at the very beginning? And I mean, there's so many variables that they can change with the weapons, so they can look at uh, implementing those. But hey, guys, we do have to move on. And I can want I to just cover... use a quick example, but Phil? Yes. Like a situation, we dropped into an eight-man. It was a muck around eight-man. It was a bit of fun. I'm not going to say who they were that we dropped against, but um, they were running two ravens and. The rest of their mechs, I kid you not, ran a minimum of two PPCs and probably half of them also ran Gauss rifles. I was running a DDC Atlas. I moved from one set of cover to the other and I was dead. I moved 10 meters and I was caught in one volley. They just pop-tarted up and this, this is the problem is you're finding multiple, like, I got hit. It would have been probably 120 points of damage one volley as I moved across because the the team was only solely using one weapon system and that's that's where the problem is the one weapon system has become god while every other weapon system has been left in in the dust I, i'd love to see more medium lasers running around i'd love to see srms taking a i know another place on the battlefield is on board i'm right there with you but you are talking about ppcs they've already said they're looking into it more weapons change Give it time, time. they're going to keep yeah, coming and keep coming it, keep coming yeah, it sucks trust me i get it but then we can say oh well teamwork is op and concentrated fire is op how many weapons that. can we look back on right now and remember when they were op and now we're talking yeah, about PPCs I mean, and gauss and we'll talk give about it a little things. bit of time yeah let's let's they it literally just came out it's gonna take you know what two three patches yeah, just small lasers just remember, yeah OP. god remember small lasers and closed beta remember those yeah <laughs> i do 
Thanks, guys. Next subject. Okay, before we get off here, I do want to bring up one thing, and Whoa. that is clans, and that is Omnimax. And for those out there, I just want to bring this up to you. Uh, for the lore, the invasion has pretty much already started, right? And I just wanted to bring up what are your guys' opinions on how they're going to do Omnimax? Because for those that know, they're currently with uh, Intersphere XL engines, right? You've got the three crit spaces that are in the left and right torso and you can take out a mech, right? Well, for clan technology, the left and right torso, it only takes up two crit slots. So if they're going with a hole, you have to destroy at least three slots before you knock it out. That basically means clan Omnimechs, as far as the XL engine, you'll either have to take out left and right torso to knock out a mech or left and center or right and center. You on know how you that, solve that? Space no, no, magic. I'm, I'm just saying. And then on top of that, how are they going to, you know, what are your guys' thoughts on how they're going to do the Omnimax in general? Remember, Omnimax, um, based on the um, the primary variant, can't change the type. They can change the amount of armor, but they can't change the type of armor. So if it's ferrofibrous, they can't change it. If it's endosteel, they can't change it. If it's an XL engine, they can't change it. And the uh, type of double or if the type of heat sinks they can't change it you can change the amount you can change the armor amount you can change the amount of heat sinks but you can't change those what are your guys thoughts on that and brandon uh greg do you guys have any opinions i don't think there's a problem with it to be honest with you the clans are supposed to have that kind of advantage so no what i'm saying is like how are they going to handle it do you think that's how they're going to do their max do you think that's how how would you handle the you can put any weapons anywhere or you know how do you make that I would, I, I would like to see it in a sort of a pod system because that's what it was. You was you'd take an arm off, put a new arm on. That's how the Omnimax works. So I would like to see like a almost like a preset type of arms that you would purchase and then load on. So the weapons would be stock for a certain like say there's like six or seven different arm for that one mech. And then you would have to do it that way. It's not just ripping out the parts like you do for an interseer mech, but rather it's gonna be preset but you can mix what's on the arms and stuff like that by taking the arms off, putting new arms on. Yeah, I think they should be almost as customizable as the inner sphere mechs are now. What about, uh, we've got Syllogy and I Stole your one joke. other person, uh, Jim Thorne. Syllogy and Jim Thorne. Syllogy, what, what are your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts, I mean, if they stick to the restrictions, like you said, where they can't change the engine, they can't change the type of structure or armor, uh, and also depending on how they balance the weapons, I think that they'll be just balanced against inner sphere mechs but in a little bit different way where inner sphere mechs are going to have a little bit more free reign on how they put together their chassis clanners are going to have a little bit more freedom on hard points but overall they'll be balanced one to the other okay uh do you i mean and this is this is what i'm asking you and, and jim thorne you can unmute as well is what determines what is pod space you know then i mean and that's that's what i'm asking is do you guys feel like uh, if those who have played MechWarrior Living Legends, they did the ears of the Timberwolf, for instance, you could blow off those separately. You know, you had the left and right torso weren't those things, but yet, I mean, these are the type of things I'm asking you guys is, do you feel like everything should be totally modular? Or, okay, the Timberwolf Prime, you know, it's it has two lasers in its right arm, um, so it has two energy, but you, you know, like, that's what I'm saying is, have you guys thought any about this? Uh, Jim, go ahead. I was, um, for the pod spaces, I was thinking you could put anything you wanted into them. You want to get a certain amount of them in there. That way, when I run an AC-20, a couple of small lasers. You're breaking uh, up, Jim. Sorry. Uh, go ahead and skip me. My mic is jammed. All right. All right. So, you know, uh, I just wanted to sort of, I'm, I'm really interested in this. Um, 
I'm interested for the fact that I can't wait to get my Timberwolf uh, aesthetically. I, I have no idea. Like, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing FD's designs, stuff like that. Don't know about you guys, but uh, yeah, Timberwolf, yes. If um, the HUD, I just posted a picture of a HUD bug that I had earlier last week. If that is any indicator, it appears like the shoulder-mounted pods will be pods mounted above the torsos, not actually part of the torsos. Well, it's interesting because it's always, as far as tabletop, if my LRM-20 and my Timberwolf is part of my right torso, does that mean I have less armor on those pods? You know, so it'd that be interesting to see. Very interesting bug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, someone says that's an old artifact, don't really take into anything, so... Well, why is now, it considered an artifact? Those are obviously art. That's obviously well, art that's been put in a doll. Was it Russ or was it Brian? I think it was Russ that said that they had an internal Omni mech, you know, that they were already testing Brian. and stuff like that, yes, right? So that was public knowledge. I, that was on a podcast. I believe that mech as well was an atlas. Cause I have seen images of an atlas with Omni slots being present on there. So and good. now there are Omni inner sphere mechs too. Keep that in mind. Um, they start being developed. Um, the Bushwhacker is designed off Clan Tech of the the Mad Dog, and there there's many others. But uh, yeah, so we got some years before that goes. But uh, anyways, I just want to say thank you guys for coming out here, being respectful to each other, and actually having adult conversations. We'll be doing more of these as we move down the road. Uh, I think they're really nice to have. Get your guys' different opinions, get your guys' views and angles and stuff like that. Because remember, at the end of the day, that's what we're going for. A uh, you know positive positive community movement and just having adult conversations about it and everyone can have different opinions and you guys are wrong I'm not right all the time it's actually I'm probably wrong a lot of the times but being able to have that discussion and having that media uh, between us and, and uh, I like that but uh, yeah so Darren uh, any last words yeah I would just like to uh, quickly apologize for the excessive use of the word retard we are just talking about uh, poor gamers like myself and some of my other mates here, and not meaning to slur any groups, so uh, just wanted to get that out there. I was wondering how long you were going to say that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, and for everyone out there, again, drinking, um, I do like Samuel Adams Summer Ale. I, I recently bought a six-pack, and I like it, so it's Phil-approved unit I'm drinking. Correct. But yeah, um, Brennan, is there any last things? Uh, maybe you want to get off your uh, chest or mind or what? Uh, machine gun buffs when? <laughs> um, apparently they're looking at them, so... Uh, actually, um, interesting, I just want to bring this up real quick before we, uh, and it's an idea. Um, me and Belric, one of my close friends, we were talking about how M you can make machine guns more useful, and one of the things he suggested was the closer you are, the more damage they do. So if you're far away, they're not doing much damage, but the closer, so if you're, like, 50 meters away, they're doing maybe not, like, a crazy amount of damage but if they're if you're within range if you're within optimal range they're doing more damage but when you're hitting like outside they do less damage and that way it gives it a place on the battlefield as well yeah i think it's really tough we've talked about this because basically without context you have to create context uh, machine guns in the context of the tabletop used against infantry had modifiers against infantry light vehicles and stuff like that it was a good thing to use machine guns because low heat, high damage against those targets. You didn't have to use your other weapons to try to shoot. Whereas in MWO, we basically have that context was removed. So now it's basically mech on mech. So basically you're creating another ballistic weapon that has to compete against like the AC2. Um, so yeah, I, I, you know, 
it's one of those things like I would rather I want to see it but I have no problem with them taking baby steps to bring it and implement it because again you don't want that um, you don't want like next thing you know they implement this machine gun huge buff and next thing you know you've got like spiders rolling around with you know six or five you know machine guns and just killing everybody you know so. but, but, but here's the thing though right now machine guns have no place on the battlefield same with machine guns on light max there's absolutely no spot and when you're talking about like the spider 5k you got two ballistic slots yeah. but you get you got jack all yeah. to put on there that's so basically that's all you have but right now why even take it so you'd rather wait take a minute Delta. How did we get into another topic? I know. <laughs> Damn you, Brian. Anyway, sabotage. Guys, we hope you guys enjoyed tonight's podcast. I'd like to say thank you to everyone in the live studio audience. You guys have been awesome. Make sure to check out the giveaway once we plug it up there. And uh, yeah, hopefully you guys are enjoying SoundCloud. We know a few people, by the way, are still asking me on iTunes uh, to sort of give you guys an uh, update. We're trying to do something automated. Um, our current uh, system we had, we were using this uh, software that was automatically sending it to the RSS feed. Well, now that we're not utilizing that and we're using SoundCloud, we basically have to recreate it somehow. So we're basically looking at that. Might want to so say something about TeamSpeak as well. Oh yeah, by the way, TeamSpeak. You guys notice the icons are gone? Yeah, so our server apparently messed up. Uh, we basically have to do a server reset which means we're going to have to like redo everything on here. It'll be the same password, same server info, but we're basically going to have to do every fucking group and channel and... Uh, and we're super excited about doing yes. it. Yes. Well, I'm going to be gone for next month. <laughs> yeah. So don't worry. NGNG staff will be helping all of you server admins. So yes. We will rise like the phoenix. Uh, so anyways guys uh, again thank you so much make sure to head over to our Facebook page uh, show us a like over there by the way we're up to like you know, it's like 3400 or something like that it's a great way I post up mech porn all the time hopefully you guys like the mech porn most recent one I had was uh, there was a Timberwolf picture a dude did and on top of that uh, Shimmering Swords artwork with the Marauder and Warhammer on the asteroid sort of landscape holy crap that was awesome badassery to a new new level um youtube by the way i'm posting up all the uh twitch events um yesterday's took forever uh to to get up there but i finally went live so i'm doing all that and uh posting up events like the mech commander videos hopefully you guys are enjoying those i'm going back and playing them and uh yeah i, I just want to give a quick warning in the next mech commander video there is a death among our mech warriors and if you know what i'm talking about and follow us on facebook you know who it is we will miss you Scarab, we will miss you. All right, guys, that's it. Thank you again. And this was your local No Guts, No Galaxy MechWare podcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's show. This is Phil. And this is Darren. This is Brandon, also known as Catcher Kill. This is Greg. Until next time, Mech Warriors.